Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, I am starting this at 9.30 a.m. Um, markets haven't necessarily opened yet, but let's see. Um, I am late because <clears throat> Active Trader Pro messed up. Uh, I had it working last night, tried to get it up and working this morning, wouldn't work. Had to uninstall it again, reinstall it, still wouldn't work. Um, called Fidelity, great technical support, by the way. Fantastic, Curtis at Fidelity. Kudos to you. Um, essentially taught me how to delete my library, so it had to uh, reinstall. And Fidelity gets one knock on this one, and it's not Curtis, it's not their support. It's that you guys don't have a native Active Trader Pro system for Mac. Uh, boo you. Um, you know, again, it, it, it's on a Windows.net, um, a Microsoft.net, whatever it's called, shell. And it, it works. It is just so laggy. And again, my, my um, iMac is, is rather new. Um, let me see about this Mac. Uh, it is, do, 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 um, God, I don't even know how to look this up. Displays, built-in retina display, storage, memory, support. I have, um, what do I have? 32 and 8, 40 gigs of RAM. Um, I have, I don't even know. It's an I, iMac 27 inch, 2017 retina 5k. Um, processor, 3.4 gigahertz, quad core, Intel Core i5. So this isn't a horrible computer, 40 gigabyte, uh, gigabytes of RAM, uh, MH megahertz, 2400 megahertz, DDR4, um, graphics, Radeon Pro, 574 gig. Um, it's, a, it's a good computer. I mean, I, I can edit 4K video, but you add in two charts in Active Trader Pro and the thing wants to just slow down. Sorry. Okay, I'm getting off topic here. But again, kudos to Fidelity there. And if you're looking for a brokerage firm, I don't get paid for this. I'm not like getting free stock like when you do Weeble uh, or the old days in Robinhood. Fidelity's my guy. Um, Fidelity, I've had Bank of America. I have E-Trade. I've had TD Ameritrade. I've had Schwab. Uh, I've had all of them. Merrill Lynch, the whole crew. And Fidelity by far provides me the support that I need. Um, not only do I get free TurboTax to, through them, um, at, at TurboTax time, it's all waived. Um, I get a financial advisor. I get a technical trading partner uh, who helps me with some of my trades. Uh, I get all of these things complimentary. Um, and again, when I call up, they, they are there for me. It's literally, I think I waited on hold. I was voice verified and then I waited on hold. I want to say 10 seconds before Curtis came on and said, hey, know what the problem is? Here, here's how we're going to do it. And it was just from my description. So um, kudos to Curtis and everybody. So 
Let's talk Snap News. Snap is bringing down the market. Essentially what they did yesterday, um, uh, the CEO was speaking at a uh, JP Morgan conference. And right as he got up to speak, they released an 8K that said, hey, we're going to revise earnings going forward um, because we're seeing a significant consumer uh, advertising drop off. And so we're going to adjust our, our forward guidance. That immediately took Snap down 30%. Um, I think they're down somewhere in the neighborhood of 35, 40% today. Uh, It has taken the rest of the market down. Um, All retail names are coming down. Even Best Buy had a decent quarter. They were up. It was just decent. Got taken down once everybody realized. Um, you know, I, I see GBTC is my positive. Coke is a positive. Pepsi is a positive. And when I say positive, point one, the rest of the market's down. Um, I posted on Twitter last night, Uvixi was the play. Um, Uvixi is dropping, um, so that it's kind of, uh, it's restoring itself. But um, Snap did take it down. Uh, this market is ugly. Snap is the number one most traded uh, stock. It's down $8. It's at $14. I think it got down to like 13 something. Um, but it, it is, it, it's ugly. There's no reason to buy uh, right now. It, unless you're buying something, uh, a short stock today, like uh, SARK, like um, SQQQ, which is up almost 10%. Um, it, it, you know, the VIX. Remember how I said, and I posted this last night, the VIX, I think, was at 6, 26. It wants to go to 30, to 29.34. That, you play that with Uvixi. Um, uh, what, what's interesting is one of the final trades last night, Energy Transfer, uh, ET, which is one I think that, that Tom had said. Let me look at my, my notifications on Twitter. He, he wrote to me, Tom is back in play. Um, yeah. He likes VNOM, Venom, and uh, Energy Transfer. Um, EPD is also good. Um, He's got a couple on here. But uh, one of my friends last night said, hey, what do you think of this snap news? Well, here's what I wrote to him. Uh, Think of the economy as a four-legged chair. And you've got uh, interest rates on one, uh, which are going up. You've got the housing market on the other which again, interest rates are going up. You've got international slash political news on the, the third leg, uh, which isn't good with Taiwan yesterday. On the fourth leg, um, you've got inflation and consumer, which just kind of got taken out. So you've got three, le- you know, almost all four legs that are taken out. Um, you know, guidance on earnings hasn't gone down. In fact, they increased guidance on uh, the S&P earnings yesterday, there were a couple that, that increased it. Um, so you, you've got this economy that's kind of holding just uh, on edge. And you've got all of this information that's coming out that's not good. Amazon, Target, uh, Walmart, <clears throat> all last week, consumer's not good. Um, you had Home Depot come out and they blew it away. And, and then Lowe's just took it right out and said, hey, the consumer's not strong. And the reason Home Depot got was, was good, but Lowe's wasn't, is because Home Depot's focused on the pro trade. And the pro trade is still going well. So yeah, Snap is down 37%. Pinterest is down 19 
Um, there was one of the final trades from Karen Finnerman on CNBC last night was to short buy puts on um, Pinterest, which is interesting. But um, so you've got this this economy that's just really hanging on. Um, one that I wanted to look at in in that respect because again the consumers week that I've recommended in the past is Costco, and let's pull up Costco on. Uh, Active on uh, sorry, Trend Spider. You had a huge leg down here, so you had an entry at four ninety six, and again, I I kind of touted that one. And then uh, last week on the eighteenth, you just had this enormous. You know, the legs just got taken out. Now I've said May twenty sixth. I think I was trying to buy this at about four eighty. Um, it's at four twenty eight right now. The earnings are coming out on May twenty sixth. Um, the MACD is about to cross over. The RSI is at 28. If the consumer is this weak, um, Costco will take a hit and, and their margins will take a hit. But remember, Costco makes their money on memberships. So what will they do? Most likely, they will announce a membership increase. Um, and what they'll do, you know, they, they 40 million members, 20 million members. Something like that. Who knows? I, I don't even know. Maybe it's five million. Let me see. Costco membership. Uh, membership uh, number. Let's see. Oh, now it's just giving me. I mean, amount of Costco members in the U.S. Let's see. Um, Costco has ninety-eight point five million members. Hmm. Interesting. Actually, to, oh, 2020, 105 million. So 105 million, raise it by five bucks, 500 million bucks in a year. So, you know, again, if they, if they want to raise it, they can raise it. They can raise uh, money. Uh, let's see Costco on Finviz, what their, uh, their forward PE is 29. So it's still rather high, but. Um, year to date, performance year to date, they're down 24%. Uh, it's down again today, uh, down by 0.24. It's down, just down a dollar at 428. You will see uh, what I see on this one is I do see the MACD crossing up. You did have a MACD cross up um, on May 16th. Again, at, like I said, 496. And then it took a leg down, and I tried to get it at 480. It didn't hit 480. It hit 480, I think 480 and 78 cents. So I saved myself a lot of money because uh, the next candle on May 18th, this was May 16th, was the buy. May 18th was the sell for a 13% loss. Um, so my miss by being a penny a trader was a good thing. The MACD is going to cross up here probably today, I think. Again, if this candle winds up being a green candle, uh, which it actually just turned positive, uh, I think you'll see a MACD cross up either this morning or this afternoon. I think 430 is your price point on here one if you're going to buy this today. Again, that's if you're going to buy this today. This is a market where you're really gambling on this one. Um, you know, I, I look at some of these the stocks that are down, uh, ARCs are down 4 or 5%, BABA's down 4%, Salesforce down 3%, DraftKings down 3%, Facebook down 10%. 
um, you know, energy stocks going down. Uh, Oxy is is kind of flat. Devon is down almost one percent. Um, Etsy down five percent. You've got th- this market is just crazy bad. Palantir down four percent. PayPal down four percent. Shopify down ten percent. Square down seven percent. Um, you're getting killed in this market. Let's see. Meanwhile, the Dow's only down 0.5. The Nasdaq is down 2.2. So, um, it's a bloodbath today. Uh, I'm just checking my my portfolio's down 1.45%. Um, but Costco, in my mind, I might play this one because I do think that that you know, again, it's May 26th. This could be the turnaround that that you're looking for. The forward PE is 29, but if they post a really good number, uh, this could be a, a a turnaround, kind of the turnaround for the market that we've been looking for, because I do think June will be a, a, a month to go up. Now, here's, here's what's crazy. Um, sell in May and go away. I did a whole podcast about this, and I said, don't sell in May. I would have been better off selling in May. I don't care how far this market goes up in June, July, and August. I would have been better off, I think, selling in May. <laughs> uh, taking my losses year to date and just kind of moving in. Um, one of the questions was, what am I doing with my, uh, my portfolio? I am heavy invested in tech, uh, as probably most of my listeners are. Um, just based on demographics, um, it's male uh, between 24 and, and I think 40 is, is the kind of demographics of this group. If you're in that group, um, I, I would say, don't sell things for a loss unless you're not sure that the stock will rebound. Um, again, buying companies that are making money, that are making profits, that, that you use, that's the key. Apple, it's at 141. Am I worried about Apple at 141? Yeah, I could have sold it at 182. Um, I haven't sold a share. I, I, it'll get back up to 182. Again, your time horizon is important. Um, I believe in that one. Amazon could have sold it at 3,700. Uh, it's at now at 2,000. Um, am I worried about Amazon? No, I use it a ton. Google, I'm tied into Google. In fact, it's funny. I just got back from vacation and I'm a huge Google Photos user. And, um, so sharing, you know, between Android and Apple, we typically use Google photos. Well, you're limited to 15 gigs now on Google. And what's interesting about it is all of the pictures and videos that we took, I could only upload the pictures to Google photos yesterday. Um, I spent half the day trying to sort through what I wanted to put up there because I had 13 gigs of photos. Um, I couldn't even upload the videos, so I'm going to use YouTube as my backup for all the videos, just kind of loading that one up because that's unlimited. You still don't, that doesn't count against your data. Lord knows when they're going to put that one, you know, the cap on that one. Um, but again, you know, I'll use that to kind of back up my videos because, um, you know, while I have uh, one, two, three, four, four, uh, eight terabyte drives here of backups, um, I, Essentially, you know, if one of those goes bad with a backup that goes bad and I lose a video, at least I have it on YouTube. So not to get into that. Um, but Costco, I think, is, is worth, worth the risk. Now, uh, let's talk about um, one stock that I do like. 
that has held up really well in this market downturn. And that's Micron, uh, MU. And let's look at their forward PE because this is one that has just their semiconductor, uh, their forward PE is 5.5, their PE is 8.7. So it's not a crazy expensive stock. Um, this one has been trading between 65 and 75 here in this, you know, and, and that's not a crazy thing. Um, let's look at their, what do they give off as far as, uh, oh, come on, MU. Um, why can't I type today? Uh, MU, their dividend yield is 0.57. So it's not a huge, huge dividend. It's not coming up. Um, they've kind of crashed a little today, down 3%. But I do like this one because, it, again, it's a very good company. It's been holding up through this um, downturn in May. Uh, in fact, May 1st, uh, May 2nd, it was at 69. And today, you're at 68. What other stock has gone through May where it's only down a dollar? I mean, again, look at some of these stocks. You've got Target. Let's look at Target. Target started May um, at 228. This is at 150. Uh, let's look at Qualcomm because Qualcomm's the other one that I think is holding up really well, even through this downturn. Um, May 2nd, you were at 140. Today, you're at 128. It's not a crazy move down. Uh, you'd be out of it. The MACD's probably going to cross up on this one. Um, but the RSI is at 40. Again, their ex-dividend date is coming up on June 1st. So you have some time. It's not a huge dividend, but um, I do like Qualcomm. I've liked Qualcomm all the way down. I mean, I like Qualcomm at 150. I, I certainly love it at 128. So um, there are some things. And again, your time horizon is important because if you're just looking at next week, I don't think Micron or Qualcomm is your pick. Um, I think something like GameStop or AMC is probably your pick or one of these top trading uh, one, you know, GOVX, uh, which is, uh, what's the name of this one? GOVX is Geomax Labs. Um, that one's up 11%, second most active on, on Fidelity. Um, CBIO, uh, which is Catalyst Biosciences, down 10%. Um, you know, looking at Facebook down 19, um, but again, I, I think your biggest, you, you've got opportunities in these. Um, we looked at, uh, let's look at Cleveland Cliffs. I saw this one. This one is closer to, remember how I said yesterday, buy this one at 20. It's at 22 right now. Um, yesterday you had the chance to buy this one at, um, I believe, yes. It got down to about in pre-market to 22. I said buy it at 21. It's 22.53 today. It's down 2%. Um, this one, I think, again, it, when it dips under 20, you take this one all day. Um, uh, Qualcomm, Oracle, Devon. Let's look at Devon. Oil's going to go up. I mean, you know, again, oil is, is, is a... <laughs> It doesn't have a supply chain issue. It has a supply issue, meaning they can't make enough. 
And when China starts to come back, you're going to see this one just shoot up. Devin, I, I, in my mind, I think you, uh, anything under 70 today, um, the day range is 69.85 to 71.32. Grab it when it's under 70. I think this one, you know, their, their ex-dividend date is 6.10. It's a 7% dividend. Um, you know, coming up on 6.10, this one ain't going down. Um, Oxy, Occidental Petroleum. Their ex-dividend date is the ninth. This one's up almost 1%. I think this one, anything under 65, you grab it. Uh, anything over 65, kind of take your profits, if you will. Uh, I think that's the pivot on that one. Uh, ExxonMobil, XOM. Um, this one's at 94. It's shooting up today. 52-week uh, low is 52.10. I think I even got it below that one. I think I got it somewhere in the neighborhood of, let me see. I'll tell you exactly where I bought it. XOM, my average purchase price is $48.07. So I got it significantly less because I essentially, let me see the lots. Um, purchase history. Yes. Uh, 6 June of 2020. Um, I bought it at 47.24. And I think for the longest time I was down about, 20, 30%. I think it got down in the 30s. Um, but held on to it, and that 23,000 is worth 52,000 today. So, uh, good buy on that one. Occidental Petroleum, um, Chevron is a good one. CVX, um, this one, anything under 170, you pull the trigger. It's at 172 right now. Uh, it dipped down to 169 today. Uh, I think 170 is your thing. Um, th their ex-dividend date has already passed, so you don't have one coming up. Um, earnings date is July 28th. So uh, ex-dividend date was 518 last week. So this one doesn't really have a catalyst other than uh, you know oil. UCO, UCO is going to 190. This is up 1.84%. It's at 180 right now, 179.63. So, uh, would I buy it here? Nah, I mean, you know, I'm not doing 5% gain on this one. I'm not taking the chance. I'd buy it if it were in the one fifties though. Uh, I'd absolutely buy it hundred percent. I'd buy this one. Uh, American express getting, um, beaten by the, the, the consumer. Uh, this one's at one fifty six. Uh, I, I think anything below one fifty. let's see, AXP. Let's look in Active Trader. Uh, I'm sorry, Trend Spider AXP. We had a buy May 23rd yesterday. Yesterday morning, I think I said this 156.61. I think you can get this for under 155 and be completely happy. Um, I think this one starts to come back. So I, I I think that's a great one. Let's talk about Elon and Twitter. And there was an interesting um, article that I read. And um, it went over exactly what the board's going to do with this situation. Now, Twitter is, like I've said, hey, anything under 50, you buy it. Um, you know, it got you out. Um, it hasn't gotten you back in. It looks like the MACD will cross up now. And that might be a buy-in with uh, snaps issues. Uh, Twitter's only down 2%. And, and the reason is, part of the reason is, so Elon signed no due diligence. And the thought was, and, and I should say my thought, was 
that he could get out of this, this deal and just pay $1 billion and leave. Um, but he signed it with no due diligence. And so he made that offer. So essentially Twitter's board um, could, and they're, lo- they're absolutely looking like geniuses now, where they were looking like they weren't doing anything to the fi- their financial duty um, uh, before. They're looking like geniuses because uh, Elon signed that no due diligence and the $54. He's trying to get the price lower. The problem is he may not be able to get that price lower because the board may hold his feet to the fire and say, you're taking this and you're going to buy it at $54. So Elon may have to go at this alone. He's got a lot of people on his side, Larry Ellison of Oracle, um, you know, and a few others. So he's got quite a few uh, heavy hitters in his corner. Um, that, that he can lean on to try and get Twitter's board to approve. But Twitter's board has a $54 price point. It's trading at $36 right now. If Elon were to walk away, the board could sue him and say, we want that $54 per share. Now, it would get drawn out. It would be in court, blah, 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 the whole thing. Um, but I'm holding on to my shares. And again, my shares are at uh, $44, I think. Let me see. Yeah, forty-four ninety. I'm down seventeen percent on this one. I may buy more. Um, it, it it might make sense for me to buy more because you know again after that news where where the board's going to hold his feet to the fire, it might make sense for me to f- take him up on that one. Oh no, it's a bloodbath. Oh, I got to stop looking at my my account. I'm down two point five one percent now. Um, Apple's just taking it on the chin. 2.33%. Ugh. But, uh, so, those are uh, my thoughts. Uh, Eli Lilly, again, UNH. Let's look at UNH. I think that was close to a uh, MACD cross-up, if I'm not mistaken, yesterday. Um, UNH, you're still in at that 45 mark. Uh, let's look at them on Active Trader Pro. Um, they are trading at 494. Again, anything under 500, I say you get this one. Um, their 52-week high is 553, 52-week low, which was back in October, 383. But this one, you know, there's no catalyst coming up per se, no earnings, nothing of the sort. But that 485 is looking like a good buy now because, again, it's up there. Yes, it did get down to 464, even if you bought it at that 485. But the MACD kind of bounced off there. Um, it's trading right on a four hour chart. It's trading right at the 200 day. The, the 50 day is moving down. The nine and the 21 have taken a, a turn up. So I, I, I think that's my thought on that one. Uh, AbV is another one. Let's see. When is their dividend come to um, their ex dividend date? They've already paid it. It was back on April 13th. So um, let me look real quick. ABBV, um, yeah, they've already paid their dividend. So uh, no real catalyst here. You'd be out of it. The MACD hasn't crossed up. This one I wouldn't buy right now. Again, anything in this this market um, is it, sketchy. EPD, which I said yesterday, um, was a final trade. Um, I like this one. Uh, goodbye. 26.59 in the algorithm from May 16th. 
Um, you're right about that price point right now at 2668. So I think that's a good buy. Let's look at some of Tom's picks. Zim, which I think was up yesterday. Yeah, it was up yesterday. Um, the algorithm says buy at 6425. You're at $70 right now. So Tom was completely right. This dividend is coming up on May 27th. Their earnings uh, happened on May 17th. But again, you'd be in this one at 64.25. And it's all the way up at 70 right now. Um, I, I think that's a good one. Uh, VET, which is um, Vermilion Energy, $20.40 on the algorithm. You're trading at $20.05. Um, the 50-day is kind of moving down. It looks like it's bouncing off this 200-day, which is trading at about 18 Um it's energy. So I, again, I can't assume that you'd go down at all. Um, there's no real catalyst coming up, but because they already had their earning. Um, another one of his is Fang, Diamondback Energy, which is a fantastic one. The dividend was paid on May 11th, it looks like. Um, so you don't have a catalyst coming up on this one, but you did yesterday have a buy at 132.23 and you're at 135. So you're in this one. Um, it was a, a rather high RSI for the MACD to go up. Uh, the RSI is at 57. Uh, when you bought it at 132, it's at 56 on today's candle, uh, but it is slightly up. Uh, UAN, uh, which is CVR Partners. I'm assuming it's an LP, so it's probably an energy play. Um, Chart-wise, you'd be out of this one, the last uh, purchase was at 145 and you got out with a 9.48% loss. Um, the MACD is kind of hovering around this one. And eh, I don't know if it's, um, you know, again, the, there's no catalyst. The, the dividend was paid on May 12th or the ex-dividend date was May 12th. I don't know when it gets paid. But, um, you know, you, you actually ironically had the dividend uh, ex-date on May 12th and it ran all the way up from about... Um, 134, 129, all the way up to 145 before it took this downturn on May 17th. So um, I'm not sure about that one from a um, a buy purchase. And then Comstock Resources, which is a fertilizer company, you'd be in this one at one at 16.64. You're trading right around there today. This one has been flat since then. I don't see any catalyst that that is coming up. Um, but you'd be in this one at 1664, which you could probably buy it today at that in came on May 17th. Um, it's, it's continually rising. The only caveat to this is the volume seems to be fading. And again, you know, one of the other, uh, fertilizer companies, Mosaic, um, you'd be out of this one. There was an out, um, for 13% loss. Uh, I think, no, I'm sorry, 11% loss on May 20th. Um, so you haven't gotten back in this one, but I would say the volume is starting to show up again. You probably will have a MACD cross up on this one again. Um, fertilizer ain't going anywhere. And honestly, with, with you know, all of the, the stuff that I'm hearing about food shortages in the fall, I can't imagine that this one doesn't go back. Um, it's just kind of taking a break right now. Uh, it's trading right on a four hour chart. It's trading right at about um, the, the 200 day. The 200 days at 55 right now, but that's where it's bounced off the past couple of days. So if you can get this under 60, I think you'd be doing well. 
Uh, again, that, that's my, my, my opinion on this one. Um, GSL uh, is Global Ship Leasing. Uh, Tom likes this one. You'd be in this one at 2261. The ex-dividend date was yesterday. So their dividend, they don't really have a catalyst coming up. It's trading at 2225. I don't know that I'd necessarily get in this one based on the chart. It's kind of choppy without a catalyst coming up. I don't know that there's anything there. Citigroup financials just soared yesterday. Um, they, you'd be in this one at a buy at 5137. It's trading at 52 today. So it's up. Um, you dipped all the way down to about 48 before yesterday. The, the RSI is at 58. So it's a little over, overbought. Um, my, I would probably wait on that one. Morgan Stanley, I own this one, honestly, at the 52-week high of 119. Um, you'd be in this one as of yesterday at 82. Um, it's, it's down a little today at 80. So you might have a MACD cross. This MACD is kind of up and down and up and down. Um, the performance chart is if you bought the, and held this one for 1,000 candles, it's 83% return. If you bought with the algorithm, it's only a 40% return with 27 positions, 11 win and 16 losses. So um, there's that one. Another one that my friends are asking me about, those were Tom's picks, but another one that my friends are asking me about is Zoom. I, I forced my dad to get out of Zoom. They, they announced earnings. It's a surprise to the upside, um, an 18.39% upside surprise. A dollar three per share. Uh, Just to put it in perspective, the previous quarter they had a dollar twenty nine per share. So uh, the earnings per share are going down, but it's a surprise. Um, You know, this puts it back to. um, Let's see if we have the previous quarter here. Puts you back. Yeah, this is. I mean, their earnings per share is just not growing. It's going down, Uh, but their multiples going down as well. They're they're you know. Uh, you'd be out of this one. I'm sorry. You'd be in this one at 91.46. It's trading at $90. I wouldn't put you into this. I don't think it's a good buy. I think this market is taking everything down. Um, I wouldn't throw anything at Zoom just because. Hey, it's you know it's a $400 stock that's trading under 90. Well, you know Peloton is a a uh, $140 stock that's now trading at 12. You know, big deal. You'd be, by the way, you'd be in Peloton still. It's about to have a MACD cross down, but the Peloton it 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 dragged you in at fifteen forty eight on May thirteenth, and I wouldn't have told you to get in because you know again trade the trend. This trend is down. It's, it's not good. Um, you know, one that is good that that I would probably tell you to get into is um Palo Alto Networks four sixty five is the buy-in on May 20th. You're trading at 482 right now. Um, there's a gap that, that looks like it's been, uh, well, it's gapped up based on earnings. Um, their earnings were a surprise. I mean, it's $1.79 per share. This is a good one. Surprised by 6.55%. Um, the previous earnings were $1.74 per share. So again, you're seeing per share go up. Um, that's a good thing. Um, but, I, you know, again, Palo Alto Network probably hit by their multiple, their forward PE. They're still losing money at minus 54, 54. Um, price to sales, 9.25. So they're still trading at a 
significant, significant um, uh, high multiple, which this market does not like. So um, I'm looking at stocks. I am down. Let's update this one. Um, even more. Ooh, down 3%. God. The NASDAQ is down 3.21%. You're giving back, you know, yesterday's plus double yesterday's gains. So it, it, it it's painful. <laughs> Got to be honest with you. Painful, 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 painful. Um, Apple is down 3.11%, giving back all of yesterday's stuff. Um, you know, ArcG down 4%, ArcK down 6%, CrowdStrike down 6%, Facebook down 10%, um, Palantir down 6%, Tesla down 6% at 633. Let's look at the chart on Tesla. Tesla's getting killed because of China. They can't open up China. And Elon's running his mouth. You'd be out of Tesla. Tesla's RSI, by the way, 30. Let's look at the daily on Tesla. Um, yeah, Tesla on the daily, their RSI is 29.59. It's crazy. Crazy. Last time it traded here was July of 2021. And by the way, this was where it set up kind of a support level. I would say... Um, you know, 574, um, anywhere between 574 and I would say 624, that was the catalyst to shoot it up to 1200 from July of last year until November of last year. And then you had this downturn that took it down through March. And then March, when they announced, um, their, their deliveries, it went all the way from, um, 800 back up to 12, almost 1200. So it's a volatile, volatile stock. Um, but it doesn't have you in, in the algorithm. So I probably wouldn't buy it. Um, you've got the MACD crossing down, uh, on the daily too. And, and this doesn't look good, but on the daily, you probably have today or tomorrow. If we see a down day again, tomorrow, you're going to have the death cross of the 50 crossing the 200, which is going to tell a ton of algorithms, sell, sell, sell. Um, so uh, let's see. The last insider that says sold. Um, Elon Musk sold 902 million April 28th. He's done. Um, a director sold uh, 21 million. Um, and then another SVP of the powertrain and energy. He sold $4 million worth of share. So you do have some insider uh, sales. You don't have any insider buys. I don't see any insider buys on this one. And it's probably, you know, it's still a new company. There's still a lot of people who are millionaires based on that one that are inside that company. So um, that's it. Happy trading. Uvixie is your friend. Let's see. Let's look at Uvixie. Uh, is it 17? No. 1645 started the day. It's up 4.51%. Could have gotten this in pre-market at about 15. Um, you know, like yesterday I, I said 1570, you'd be up significantly on that one, that buy when I posted that one at the close yesterday. Um, and that rally, that kind of rally into the close of Uvixi kind of told me that today we were going to go down. So how far down? Don't know. 
think we'll see some afternoon kind of um, recovery. Uh, I wouldn't buy you VIXI right here. The VIX is at 30.17. My guess is you get to 32 today, and then you kind of see a little bit of pullback. Just my guess. But thanks for listening. I will talk to you tomorrow. Take care.